Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, and welcome to today's podcast. Um, We, as you know, if you've been following my Insta stories, we've been on the road for the last five days. I um, or we, the kids and I surprised Justin with a camper van for five days. So we've been road tripping and working and playing and having a great, great time. So today we are back, back in the flow of things. We're actually just about to, um, we got back yesterday and then I've got an incredibly exciting uh, meeting this morning with my human design mentor where we are creating something so exciting to share with you very soon. Um, and I'm going to have her, uh, Kim, Kim Gould, I'm going to have her on the podcast very soon. She's going to become a regular guest because she has so much experience with human design. She's been doing it for way over a decade and has the been training with one of the leading experts um, for many, many years. So anyway, I will tell you more about Kim on another podcast, but stay tuned for that. It's exciting. Um, thank you. We've had more, um, uh, another recommendation, um, testimonial on iTunes. So thank you so much for that. Um, twinkly tiara, um, and for the other people who are giving us the five star reviews. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm still getting such incredible feedback from you guys. So, um, keep it up. The next three podcasts are coming from, uh, questions, ones from a client they want to hear a podcast, ones from um, a LinkedIn connection and another one is from Instagram. So 
Uh, keep the questions coming in. We've got a number of them and I'm seeing the same questions coming over and over. So um, I know that you guys definitely want to hear about it. Now, before I jump into today's podcast, it is exciting times because on Wednesday this week, um, we will be having our first ever Map at 40 live free webinar. If you are a 40-something who is struggling under the weight of your responsibilities and you're just done with carrying everybody else, you I know you well enough to know that there's something inside of you waking up because this was me a few years ago. And the greatest gift I gave myself was to learn how to be me, back me and love me. And that's when all of my life changed. So Map at 40 is the groundbreaking new program that I will launch uh, off the back of this webinar. And this webinar alone will support you to transform your life. So if any of this sounds good to you, you've just got to get on it. The link to join the webinar on Wednesday will be in the show notes. Um, And if you're looking to really live that life that I know your soul is tapping on your shoulder to live, then this is definitely your sign to transform your life and get on the webinar. Uh, The human design experience, that will also be happening soon after Map at 40 has launched. All right, guys. Now, today what I want to talk to you about is one of the tools that I give all of my clients and I use myself extensively. Um, I know I've mentioned it in a previous podcast, but today I'm going to focus and drill down on journaling and why journaling is so powerful. As you guys know, one of the big things for me is I I love a bit of woo-woo, but I don't love a bit of fluff. So one of the things that took me time to come around to journaling is, you know, is this just a waste of time? Is it just a fluffy thing that that I'm doing that's not really getting me anywhere? It's just meant to be sort of warm and fuzzy. And the absolute answer to that question is no. Yes, if it makes you feel warm and fuzzy, then all power to you. Um, Ironically, it does me. Um, However, the power of journaling is absolutely off the charts. And the reason why is because it gets the mind, body and spirit all aligned. Okay, what do I mean by that? So let's start. I'm going to start with a practice that I give all of my clients. And if you do this on a daily basis, you are going to be improving your life every single day. And like me, you'll be able to look back and go, wow, I've healed depression. I've healed anxiety. I've healed all these things. Um, and I, there's only the only thing that I've been doing consistently is meditating and journaling. Um, and this is absolutely a recipe for that sort of healing. So if you're one of my clients, this is what you're given. You're given the task of daily journaling. Number one, you do three things that you're grateful for. Now, I know that everyone out there would have heard about gratitude and the power of gratitude. Um, And I want to just reiterate that it isn't just fluff. Gratitude has the ability to change our brain chemicals. Um, One of the big things with um, depression and this is something I learned very early on in an incredible book uh, called Hardwiring Happiness um, which is brilliant. I'll put the um, the book and the author in the show notes. Um, now the thing about gratitude and the thing about having things like uh, let's say depression and this is in my case so I'm just talking about my experience right now. 
And in my, when I was reading this book, I realized what was going on was that I was spending so much time focusing on the pain and how to fix the problem of depression um, that what I had done is I had um, changed the, the receptors in my brain. So what happens is that when we have a thought, um, it comes in, it, it goes into our brain, in through our senses, sorry, and it jumps across, across the synaptic gap. And once it jumps across the synaptic gap, it has to be received by a receptor. Now, when you're um, experiencing, let's say, depression, you have a lot of uh, depression receptors, okay? But you don't have a lot of happy receptors. So you need to build back your receptors. Um, And gratitude is one of the primary ways you can do this. And the reason why is because gratitude also changes brain chemicals. So from a a point of when we're doing gratitude, we're healing our body on both the mind level and the physical level because the, the chemicals of gratitude are healing the cells. So one of the things that I always say with my clients is use your gratitude in the areas of your life that we're either focusing on, you're finding challenging or you're struggling with. Because ultimately remember, all we're doing is moving towards our new identity, our future self. And if we need to overcome sort of some sort of adversity, what we need to be doing is building our positive, resourceful new identity um, that can easily move through adversity. So what I might mean by that is... Um, when I when I was doing depression for many years, and I picked up gratitude as um, a a really powerful tool, what I would do is I would be like, um, today I'm really grateful that I noticed the story I began to tell myself, um, and chose a new story. So really getting my brain focused on how I was choosing different stories. Another thing I would be grateful for would be. Um, the areas of my life that I potentially was deleting. Um, Again, you guys will understand that. We delete, distort, and generalize. Um, That's how our brain works. That's how our filters work. Um, And I would focus my gratitude on the areas of my life where potentially was deleting progress. So let's say I was focusing on my mind and my emotions, because obviously our emotions is, is how we're feeling. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily be focusing on my physical body. So gratitude would become about, I'm grateful for my physical body. Um, I'm grateful for my, um, you know, that I could run an extra two minutes or faster or something like that. I would also find a lot of gratitude in the things that I found challenging. So being a new mum at that time, uh, he's 12 now, but when my first son was a baby and I was still doing depression and panic disorder, I would find gratitude in the things like, um, I'm really grateful for the strength that I found today to um, um, stay calm, to, to you know cook all these meals for him or um, to keep to my routine or whatever it is that I really did invest a lot of effort into Um, And I know effort's not a great word, but at the time it was. There was a lot of efforting going on at that time, let me tell you. So really making sure that I was using my gratitude as a powerful tool, not just doing the gratitude like I would do when I was walking, like, oh, this is a beautiful day. I'm so grateful for the birds. I'm so grateful for the the sky. 
Um, really using gratitude as a focused, powerful tool for healing, for realigning the brain, for building the positive receptors in the brain, getting the RAS focused, um, and ultimately always moving towards that future self, that new identity. So gratitude, journaling, do it every day. Um, Three things. And you have to feel the gratitude for it to work. So if ego jumps in and tells you, oh, I don't, you know, some sort of story, you just have to let that go. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, feel the gratitude for whatever it is. And you know, in that moment, your cells are changing. Your brain is focusing somewhere else. So do it, people. Now, the second thing I get all my clients to do is finish the sentence, today I rocked at. So you always want to be focusing on what you have done really well in a day because like I would say 80% of the population or around that has some form of I'm not enoughness going on in them, which means again, our brain filters are not on the lookout for the things that you are good at. Um, So we need to restore our deletions. So always focusing, um, finishing the sentence, I should say, every day, today I rocked at. Today I rocked at staying really calm as my son lost his stuff. Today I rocked at really being calm and um, navigating a meeting and managing people's egos. Today, I rocked at sticking to my strategies and processes so that I could get to my outcomes. Um, Today, I rocked at being present in the moment with my loved ones. Uh, Today, I rocked at choosing new stories. And going into as much detail as possible is going to really support you. Again, the reason why we're doing this is to get the mind, body and spirit in alignment. And the more that we can get our RAS, our brain focused on what we rocked at, the more our um, filters are going to shift so that we're constantly looking at the things that we rocked at because we want to um, yeah, get that negativity bias muscle that needs to stop being worked all the time. We need to build the muscle of focusing on what we do want. Now, the third thing I give all of my clients with journaling, and it's really important, is today I love myself because. Now, this is something that I really encourage. Don't make it about material things. Make it about who you're being. Today I love myself because I'm kind. I'm kind and thoughtful. I'm kind and thoughtful because... Today, I love myself because I'm compassionate, because I chose to um, let go of judgment of the person who cut me off in traffic. Um, Today, I love myself because I really have worked hard over the years to um, be the person that gets to live this life I've created. So using this every day to focus on your being Again, you're always working towards your future self. You're working towards the identity you're creating. So this is another tool to do that. And this is the one that really starts to go deeper into that spirit level. Um, I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. 
Now, the thing, these are the, these are the three things that I get all my clients to do every single day. So I highly recommend everyone picks up those habits. One of the other things that's really great to understand about the journal and the mind, the unconscious mind. So the unconscious mind, remember, works in symbols. So one of the things that's incredibly powerful to do is that if you have an overactive mind and you have problems that you feel like you can't solve, <clears throat> and in our day and age of... Um, you know, overwhelmed because we live in the information age. There's so much information on everything. There's nothing that you can't um, find the answers to on the internet. There just isn't. You can find anything you want. In fact, you can find too much. So what's happening more and more is people are falling into overwhelm. So one of the greatest um, tips I give for journaling is you literally tell yourself, remember your unconscious mind believes what you tell it to be true. I am going to just put all this in my journal, i.e. download, mind dump, brain dump, whatever you call it, all your worries, troubles, problems, all the stuff that's getting in your way, dump it into your journal and say, I'm just going to put it in there and solve it later. So when we do this process, it's so powerful because what happens is two things. One, your unconscious mind sees you literally taking it out of your mind and putting it on a piece of paper. You then instruct it that you will solve it later. So the unconscious mind is like, cool, I don't have to think about that now, but it's solved because I'll solve it later. So the unconscious mind, without you really being aware of it, is going to go away and solve those problems. You're also going to stop thinking about them because it thinks that they're over there in the journal, not in your mind. And this is an incredibly powerful way to get you um, letting go of the overwhelm, the constant thinking, the analysis paralysis. And ultimately what happens when we do this process is that you will get sparks of um, insight. You will get inspiration. And the answers that you're looking for will just show up because you're not looking for them. And I know I've I know I've touched on this before. So use that um, exercise as well when you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, any of those things. Put it in your diary, uh, in your journal. Tell, your, tell yourself that you'll solve it later um, and all the answers will start to come over time. Really, really powerful. So one of the other things that I love about the journal is that we can do a couple of other, you know, fun activities that are really helpful. So one is reflection, noticing. So I often use the language I noticed instead of I did or I am for unresourceful behavior or behavior I don't want to choose to continue. So you want to be conscious of the language that you use. And that is that is definitely a um, podcast that I need to do very, very soon on language. So I noticed that I chose not to take responsibility for fixing, inverted commas, someone else's feelings or emotions today. So noticing the behaviors is really, really powerful. Um, I noticed today that I began to tell this ego story and chose to tell a different story instead. So reflection is something that's very powerful and using language like um, I noticed instead of I did this or I am that. Because uh, again, remember, these are things are going to attach to our identity. Um, 
So another really powerful way to use your journal. The other thing I want you to know um, that I could have set up front, but I didn't, is that the more modalities that we use, the, the deeper our learning goes. What do I mean by that? So let's say, for example, I'm listening to a book right now, which is Atomic Habits. So I'm listening to the book. That is one modality. Then I will take notes often as um, if I'm walking, I'll take them on my phone. If not, I'll take them in my learning book. That's two modalities because that's um, well, technically, technically three. I'm listening, then I'm thinking. So that's my audio digital and I'm writing. So that's my kinesthetic. Um, so what's happening is the more modalities that I can um, interact with that knowledge and that learning, the deeper the learning goes and the harder it sticks. So using your journal is also a really good way to help you um, move forward and progress because when we just think about things, I know this for sure for me, like obviously um, I'm a big thinker. Um, In the past, I've been very, very audio digital, what we call audio digital. So process everything through the mind before I let the body feel it, Um, which is something that we learn at a very young age when we get um, emotionally kinesthetically hurt. So we shut our kinesthetic down. We move into audio digital, so we become um, processors before feelers. So obviously I've done a lot of work on healing that and the journals have got a lot to do with that. So my point is that when we're only thinking about things, we're not running it through our physical body. So the journal helps us really run things through the physical body. It gives us space to feel. So we can ask ourselves questions. Questions are so powerful. I mean, that's one of the fundamental ways you know you've got a great coach is because they ask great questions um so yeah so the the journal the more modalities that you're learning or experiencing or growing the more it's going to stick and the more stuff you're going to let go of because you're instructing the unconscious mind now there is also this is a great way to connect with yourself on a deeper level on a spiritual level on a soul level um I hear a lot about automatic writing. I definitely try it myself. I often ask myself questions and answers definitely come. I know that I will set intentions in my journal all the time. Often classics are like, I will go to bed of a night and I will say uh, my intention is to wake up with my next um, podcast and boom, I wake up the next day knowing exactly what I'm going to podcast about and I've got the framework of it. So there are so many things you can be doing with this with your journal. The I'll just quickly go over the um, the tools that I recommend. So number one is the gratitude. The three things that you're grateful for, especially in the areas where you want to grow. Uh, finish the sentence today. I rocked at to really focus on where you progressed in a day, what you achieved. Um, more you're you're doing then I love myself because this is all about your being this is all about who you're becoming now the journal is also a great place to reflect a great place for mind dumps and telling it to hold on to that because you're too busy right now you can't think of that Um, again busy not a great word Uh, and yeah so all about moving towards the person you're becoming and using it to build your new identity and let go of your old identity.
Right. I trust that was really valuable. I really hope you guys took notes. I would love to hear how your journaling goes and the breakthroughs that you have doing your journaling. And please remember that it's doing these small things every day that creates the biggest change in the long run. So do it every day and you'll get the results you're looking for. You will become your new identity. That's it for me today, everyone. And remember to be you, back you, and love you. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.